The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you the strike points. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Points. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to this, another show of Strike Points. I'm David Naylor. And my host tonight, as usual, is Mikko. Are you there, mate? Yep, I'm here. Hello. I heard you had a rough day today. Getting up at 6 a.m. or what was it? Yeah, I'm a bit tired. <laughs> and it was a long weekend as well, because it was like the Victory in Europe celebration, so we had a Lancaster bomber, a Spitfire and a Hurricane fly over return and went to a 1940s ball and got really drunk, and now I'm feeling a bit... Sorry for myself. Ah, well. Ah, so it's not just the hard work? <laughs> no, no. Hard play, too. You have to have yep. fun, don't you? Work hard, play hard. Yeah, that's how it is. Okay. So, so how was your week? It was okay. Nothing much really happened. Um, bought a few links, sold a few links, you know. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about that because that's really naughty behavior. And you know you shouldn't do that. So, um, yeah, uh, Matt Cotts is uh, apparently pounding on, on paid links again and begging you to report uh, paid links, which opens up to some interesting strategies that we're going to discuss further in this show. Also, Dave had an interesting uh, post. You had a good post on your, on your blog um, on the toolbar and the webmaster central, um, essentially about those two um, reporting services not really reporting the same things. So yeah, I mean, it's like, and people are saying things like, oh, maybe it's this and maybe it's that. It's been like this for like eight, nine months now. The, it's obviously the, the dampering page rank on either one of my internal pages um, or they're just so out of whack that it's, it's untrue. You know what I mean? It's like the same as the link colon when you do it in Google and you look at the backlinks in Webmaster Central, there's no cohesion between the two. And it's like, what the hell's going on? Come on, Google. You, you're one company. Are you that big now that you're many little companies all inside each other, all fighting the same as Microsoft does, unfortunately? Oh, but you've got some more Microsoft this week, haven't you? Yeah. I had a rant about uh, Microsoft.net this week on my blog. And... Um, it turned out to be the most commented post that I ever did on my blog. This is a Danish blog, so most of you are probably not going to be able to read it, except for the Danish listeners we probably have on the show, too. I know a few ones. Um, anyway, I made this post about why I hate uh, Microsoft.net so much, and especially, of course, in relation to um, SEO, uh, but also in relation to the cost that I experience some of the shops that I'm working with uh, on, on, on .NET. I'm not actually coding it, but I'm working on the SEO side of it. On .NET and especially on, on, on Microsoft's commerce server, you ever worked on that product, Dave? <coughs> Choke a little bit. Yeah, we've got some .NET servers. Um, one of my clients use it, and I re- it, it's a pig. I mean, the new one's even worse. Um, yeah. Anyway, I had a rant about it, and one thing that surprised me a lot, I'm going to talk a little bit about that uh, post and what, what, what it led to, but one thing that surprised me a lot was how sensitive the .NET gang is. Um, I realized that if, if I had made a post about I hate Linux, I would probably have got a lot of comments too, but I was surprised to see how sensitive uh, the .NET people really are, and they were very, it was like... Uh, it, it, you know, they felt very uh, insulted almost uh, <laughs> for me questioning uh, certain things with .NET. But anyway, that was quite funny. And actually, there came a, a lot of interesting replies out of it, so we're going to talk a little more about .NET today. Yeah. Also, uh, um, 
that just uh, there was just a, an interesting um, class action suit filed against uh, Yahoo. I think it was filed today. Um, I'm not a lawyer, and I'm not even trying to going to try and explain exactly what that uh, case is about. I'm going to post that URL to the chat room. It's awful long. <laughs> um, maybe I can't even post it. It seems like that. Can you post it in there, Dave? Uh, yeah, I can't post it. Anyway, um, you can find it if you if you look through your feet or you go to search in the land or anywhere. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, Apparently, it's a, it's a class action suit by some legal company that is well-known to do exactly these kind of suits against uh, uh, publicly traded companies. And it's all about um, how they claim Yahoo um, tried to make them more valuable back in, in 2006, early 2006, um, to raise the stock price to an unrealistic level. Um, and they, they, they claim that they... They, they, that Yahoo came up with wrong uh, information about the market and specifically about Yahoo's position in the market, where Yahoo apparently claimed uh, that they were um, uh, very competitive and, and didn't mention the fact that Google was eating their business. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I have, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, and I have no, no reason to know whether it's gonna, they're going to win that or not, but it's just it's an interesting case. Nice. Um, anyway, yeah, I was just, you know, I was. Uh, this is a bit on the fun side. I was, again, blogging last weekend, my blog in, in, in Denmark, and then I suddenly was, was thinking about all the things that I would not like to rank for. And then I started looking at some of the things, and of course it was word in Danish because I was looking for, 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 for stuff in Denmark, and, and then I realized that a whole bunch of those searches I was ranking for. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a few of the ones, and some of them are not pretty. So, <laughs> oh, have you got a 103B's account? What? 10QB's. Seriously, it's like you should have a play with this. If I remember what my login is, for, I always bloody forget it. Um, but it gives you it's. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's like, oh, am I gonna get into it? Yeah. Ding dang! Okay, I'll post it. But it's like one zero three bs dot com. There it is in the chat room. And really, <coughs> it's classic. You know what I mean? It's like looking at some of the stuff that I'm getting. Um, let's have a look at some of my top keywords. I love looking at my top keywords. Um, play to search it. Here we go. Ad Center API UK. Wow! Telephone number. I'm ranking for telephone number one of the search engines. Um, oh, it's Google Blog Search. How bizarre! Anyway, and it gives you a good understanding of like, like really realistically, the long keyword terms. Um, toss of the week. I still rank for that. Awesome. <laughs> Buy Viagra cheap UK now. Like, why do people search for that shit? Engineering test. Oh, that's the scraper. Google checkout. Ten pound sign. Yeah, top ten for that, and it is. It's like you start looking through it, and this like this kind of leads on to the the link buying stuff. Because um, once you've got like the data, like Porsche Campervan and uh, social media meta search, the hell's that number two for it? Any ideas? What? So, oh, after vote. Is this one a, a free service as well? Yeah. Seriously, it's absolutely awesome. I think um, Joust has been playing with it as well. He was in the chat room at the moment. Um, if you wave your arm around Joust. Let me see. What else have we got? So it's like you just go through the stuff and it's just like... There's some couldn't you, really, couldn't you really post kind of like, password in the chat room so we could see the, the backend? <laughs> you want me to give my username and password? <laughs> I would have done, but I've just... Normally, I let people just go into my stuff <coughs> when it's, uh, it's basically just my my site. But I've just this today put another site in there to start gra grabbing the data on it. So I don't really, I don't really want people to know which is my other site. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
it is. It's. I mean, it does show some really, really cool stuff. It shows me the how many referral book, bookmarks and type-in traffic I get. Um, and I get actually 63% of all my traffic yeah, comes from referral or bookmark traffic. 36% comes from natural search. Um, and absolutely nothing comes from paid traffic, which is absolutely true. Um, it shows me things like what my top landing pages are. Um, and so far, my Croc shoes one is. And that's had uh, 279 hits in the last two days. That's cool. Uh, my top search terms, believe it or not, is Google Checkout, followed by Croc Shoes, followed by Viagra. So I'm really good at pulling in, I mean, then Crocs. The algorithm is from Jersey, Croc Shoes, Paul McKenna, Pussy, David Naylor. So I've got a dig really deep, yeah, to get anything which is SEO related. I've got the sorry it's, to it's, unable it's, unable to process requests at this time. Um It's kind of it's kind of scary thinking about that the secret services are probably pulling some of these stats to try and profile you. <laughs> Imagine the kind of profile they build on oh. the roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely it. Um <laughs> Oh, it's going to be interesting when they knock your door. Yeah. Um, Joust is just posting in there. The, as in, have you played with Clicky or not, Mikko? No. No, me neither. I'm just having a look at it now. Um, Joust, is it a free one or not? Jean, I know he's listening to the show, so he's, he's IMing me at the moment as well. Trucks da- uh, downloads, outgoing links without having to do anything. Nice. Uh, sort of my blog, you know, at least you know from what's going on. Um, oh, I hate this web two o flash thing that pulls the. Oh, you know the one that where you click on an image and then it zooms out at you and does my head. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you loved all that web two o. <laughs> yeah, I do, but <laughs> only if it doesn't hit you. <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't like piss me off. The other thing about this as well, which is a little bit disappointing, is that they've actually got an integration into Google Maps, which kind of means that you are going to be giving the data away to Google as well, which I'm not overly keen about doing, as you well know. But Google want all data. Oh, of course they do, yeah. <coughs> um, but no, yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't start me off on the Google wanting all the data stuff. You know, we should take a break. I was just thinking that. <laughs> Before we <laughs> kind of get... So we permission for that. Okay, I don't know, is it Brasco or Eddie that's running the show? Because they both ping me tonight. Um, if you can run I... the people that make me speak on the air every Monday night, I'll appreciate that. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Coming up today on Webmaster Radio. Wizards of Web. You know, people go ahead and they do some more research online about marketing to women. They'll often come across a term which, you know, I know to, to most males could be pretty frightening. And they use this term, dickless marketing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that's, that's my friend Yvonne DeVita wrote a book called Dickless Marketing. And, and that comes from Jane and Dick, not to, you know, don't, don't go that other direction. Wizards of Web. Today at 4 p.m. Eastern. Only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Stan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune howdy boys and you girls too i'm here to talk to you about milnick media the best cpa network period they sure know how to deliver and i know something about deliverance now you want to get paid 
Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. New Leaf Media's got some poor people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new fangled plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our performance rewards program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtones. Hell, we got them all. Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to M-I-L-L-N-I-C-Media.com and we'll have you so happy you'll be squealing like a pig. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back. And Mickle didn't tell me it was me to go first. Um, <laughs> you I didn't know I do. <laughs> so, um, let's talk a little bit about links. Uh, Matt Cotts uh, made a post in April about how Google want to hunt down uh, paid links. And he just added a bunch of information uh, to that post with a lot of Q&As um, today, um, which fueled a bit more talk around uh, the blogs and in his blog, of course. Um, now he wants us to report links, uh, paid links. So he's, he's uh, talking a lot about how he wants you to use the the, the authenticated um, form within your your webmaster central area um, to report when you see websites selling links that are not using the link condom but are just selling them and apparently passing on um, link value and they want you to or Matt wants you to report. Sites that buy links, um, which to me, of course, opens up the very natural question of how can this be abused? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I was just, you know, thinking that, you know, there's a that, that I mean, what he wants reported is when people buy links that Google cannot automatically identify is a paid link. So if I tell them this company is buying links from this website, um, you know, is that going to remove the value of those links? Um, can you, can you, as some mentioned, can you buy links to a competitor and then report it <laughs> and and, well, I, and I mean, hurt the competitor? I mean, this is one of those things. I think I'm just going to go to. Matt's thing again is is post, and it's like oh, wow. Um, I'm looking at it, yeah, and you know what? It doesn't say what they're actually going to do. All they're going to do is just just discount, yeah, the the anchor text on those links. So it means that you you may be buying a backlink that's not going to work. But we've known that anyway from day one. We've known that. Yeah, and we know how to test if these backlinks are working and what to do if the backlink goes bad. So, what's the problem? Keep on buying them. I mean, they're not going to say that they're going to ban your website, but that's exactly what they friggin' do. Yeah? Um, and I know because that's happened to me. Yeah? I've bought links and I've had websites banned because of buying links. Yeah? Now, if they can't prove to me. Yeah, that the links that I've bought, yeah, were for my site, or were for a client site, or were for a client who was targeting his competitor. Yeah, now all of a sudden they've got major problems. You know what I mean? Because it's like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do if they catch you selling links? Yeah, what are they going to do if they catch you buying links? They don't know who you're buying them for. I was also thinking, uh, and he doesn't really he doesn't really uh, uh, make that very specific in his post. What is a paid link? I was thinking like I see a lot of of SEO companies around that convince their clients somehow that they should link back to them. And to me, it's really part of a deal. They a package. You know, we give you this product, and you pay this, and then you include a link back to us. So to me, having clients link back to you, isn't that a paid link? 
Yeah, it has to be. It, what it, about it when you... It's, so, it's so, not paid, so we can get this in return for it. Like, um... Yahoo's hosting, or the GOC's hosting, where you could get free hosting as long as you had their links on there. That, that's to Isn't me that the same link. thing. It's like you can't stop it. No, I mean you you can't stop it, and you can't identify it all. And 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 I just don't, I don't see any 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 um, any way they can fill this effectively and not uh, discount a lot of links that they need. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, take, take take example. Um, I went on about uh, Ask, didn't I, last week or the week before? That was saying basically. I was saying that what they were doing is that they've got this big network of websites like Hotels.com and Expedia, and they just cross-link them all and pass all the authority among those sites. Now, yeah. isn't that exactly the same? And I don't see any of those sites being penalised. Um, if, I don't know, um, BMW went and bought, let's say, Rover, yeah, and they yeah. link to them as a text link, is that bad or good? You know what I mean? It's, it's paid right. for. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, isn't it? It's bad, 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 no matter which way you look at it, it's bad. And it's, you know what I mean? It's where it's like, you, you he also puts up another uh, interesting but but still kind of wrong assumption that that because people are of course asking about um, directories what about directories is it is it dangerous now to 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 submit to directories and and do the links from directories uh, uh, have no value and what he's basically saying in the post is as long as those directories manage their links editorially and also refuse links that doesn't live up to the quality and they they keep a quality directory um, Google's not going to discount those links. So, yeah. this way I they just, kind just, of imply what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, too, that paid links do not have this editorial review. And that's not true. You know, some paid links probably don't, but I, for a lot of prominent sites that sell links, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that most of them have an editorial approval of each of the links that goes into that paid program. They're not going to put links up for anything on a prominent website, e even if they are selling links. So, so I would say that the editorial integrity of, of links uh, being sold on a prominent website could just as easily be as high as, as any average directory. Yeah, I mean, what, let's, let's read out what Matt says, yeah? Um, question. Hey, as long as we're talking about directories, can we talk about the role of directories and somehow the reviewer may evaluate them? Yeah, answer. I'll try to give a few rules of thumb when looking at uh, directories. When submitting to a directory, I'd ask the questions like, does the directory reject URLs? How would I know? You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How would I know? <laughs> you know Because I mean? the bad guys that do accept all URLs will tell me that they don't. Yeah. What is the quality of the URLs in the deck directory? Well, I've got to go through the whole directory or just look at the page that I thought, hey, they look okay. Yeah. Am I supposed to click on the links? Yeah. Um, is there a fee for, and um, what are the purpose of that fee is for? How would I know? Who's going to tell me? And my family say, hey, I'm paying you like uh, $50 for this link. Um, what's that fee for? You know what I mean? It's because he's a business. And, and, and I mean, I know, I don't know, because I haven't uh, used any phone-in service for that with Yahoo. I don't know if they have it. Um, but I do know for other directories, even large directories uh, around Europe, that when you talk to the salespeople about buying um, a, a directory review and getting into the directory, most of those salespeople are going to highlight to you the value of that link uh, as a link, com uh, link um, popularity component. And they're yeah. going to highlight the fact that if you get a link from their directory, it's going to help you with Google or Yahoo or MSN. Uh, yeah. So they've already been promoting uh, the, 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 the search uh, link value. Yeah. I mean, take, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why I've got John Battelle's search blog, okay, at the moment. Um, I was reading something on it, yeah, um, with his new Google, welcome Google search, and I was just testing that out. Um, and I'm, I'm looking at it. Okay, and now John has worked in the industry for many, many years, yet yeah? one of the most knowledgeable people that I know, okay? Now, if he's linking to somebody, 
Yeah. The question is, if he knows the industry that we're in, yeah, he must know that his massive monster of a PR8 site, yeah, is going to pass authority. Okay? Now, if that's the case, yeah, he's linking here to YouTube, TechCrunch, New TV, <laughs> whatever, um, Wall Street Journal. Um, these are all straight links. Yeah, unless he's cloaking them off to Google so that Google doesn't get them. Um, but he goes through it, yeah. He's got a link there to the Washington Post that Sergey got married. Um, let's have a quick look. Sergey got married. She was number one for Sergey got married. Most probably too new at the moment. But you go through them, and, you know what I mean? It's like those links are most probably very, very, very valuable links to have. Okay. Now, working on that theory, if John links to one of his friend's websites, knowing yeah, how much authority his site will pass, because he will know, yeah, is that to influence the search engines, or just because it's one of his friend's websites? I'm not saying that John's doing this, don't get me wrong. Yeah. No, 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 um, it's just a... Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it's, you know what I mean, it's one of those ones where it's like... He is the same as me. I'm a search marketer, yeah? So anything that I link to or link out from on David Naylor, I'm doing it with the idea that it will pass some sort of benefit onto the person that I'm linking to and not just for people nope. that... You know what I mean? It's like I have actually stopped linking to people that are spamming. So when I... there, I mean, I did the SMX days, yeah? And I linked to Danny's Search Engine Land and Search Marketing Expo, and I put in anchor text. I didn't put a click here. I put this in so that the search engines would know what I'm talking about to help the users yeah, find what I'm talking about. So if I'm talking about search engine land, yeah, and I click on that link, it goes to search engine land. Now, in theory, if I take the words search engine land, because yeah, my intent is to influence Google on the SMX date, yeah? And I hope that I don't get Danny into trouble. I've taken no money for this. Um, and I put in the search term, search engine land, and hey, presto, Danny's number one. Now, this isn't rocket science. This is just the way that the search engines work. Um, now, if Danny bought a link off me and said, Dave, it's like, could you give a link to my search engine land with the text search engine land because I want people to be able to find my website under search engine land. What's wrong with that? I mean, seriously, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with taking money, yeah, to help another website out? All the directories do it. Business.com does it. Forbes does it. Most of the large. Yeah, the only thing, the only thing that's wrong yeah, is that 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 Google uh, and other engines, for that matter, have have decided to prioritize their link structure analysis so high in the way they rank results, and they currently don't have a very good uh, replacement for the link analysis. So um, they 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 really want us not to do anything to to influence the value of links. But that's not possible. It's like, an, uh, it's, it's like a, a, a teenage wet dream, Google. It's, it's not going to happen to you because you created the value, and the value is going to, of course, be, be sold and yeah. bought. Okay, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to let the you... Only way, the only way Google could effectively, uh, effectively get rid of, of buying and selling links would not would be not to um, to use link uh, popularity uh, anymore. Yeah, that that would be the that would be the death of that business. <laughs> okay, he, he's he's a good one for you. Okay, and you're gonna like this one. I'm gonna post into the chat room so people can see what I see. <clears throat> Do it. now. I don't know. Yeah, if I'm doing the right thing or the bad thing here. Yeah, I did post about this on my blog and blog <laughs> on my blog, and I did kind of say, yeah, in a roundabout way, what the site used to be. Okay, so if you do it, that search there, yeah, it's clickability, 
Yeah, which is C L I C K A B I L I T Y space robots. Okay, I created a a, a system that would create you a robot text um, builder. Yeah, and you've got uh, I don't know some government in Australia linking to it. You've got USA Today dot print this dot clickability dot com. That's not me. I'm clickability dot co dot uk. Um, solo SEO link into it. Um, what on the web dot org? Delicious. My blog, which actually, if you read it, you actually read the fact that um, it used to be a banned website. Now, what about these 720 people that are all linking to this banned website? What signal does that send back down the food line? And I keep doing this. I'm going through all the old sites that I used to put spam onto, yeah, and I'm putting real products on there, yeah. Now, what signals, yeah. Now, people, I'm not buying links for these. People are just linking to them, yeah. Now, I remember one so, even if you do a, a search for clickability.co.uk space robots, you get the government site. You don't get the clickability site. It's impossible for you to find the clickability site in Google unless you go to one of the other pages. It, you just can't find it. I mean, it's, it's banned. Whoa. But I'm not bothered. You know what I mean? It's like, and why should I be? You know what I mean? It's like, it's a product that was out there to help webmasters. Um, I'm not trying to, to make money out of it or anything like that. It's just there. Um, but people link to it. People are linking to a site that was banned. You know what I mean? What's going to happen? My blog log. Yeah, we, maybe we will find out after the break because uh, I doubt it. <laughs> Could you, Ryan? Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Clicked, covered, and read All week long on webmasterradio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Gentlemen, start your engine. Okay. Well, how do I get my engine started? <laughs> Is your online marketing being left at the starting gate? Don't have enough information to stay ahead of your competitors? Then visit EngineReady.com and get a free trial of our affordable enterprise class web analytics. With EngineReady, you can accurately track revenues from all online marketing campaigns, search engines, banner ads, email, and more. EngineReady strategic marketing software. See why companies of all sizes achieve exceptional online results with EngineReady, the professional standard in search marketing. Oh, maybe I should just get out and push. Mr. Scott, I can't get any more information onto our website. I'm doing the best that I can, Captain. There's no more room on the server. It's gonna blow. Evaluation, Mr. Spock. The logical answer is Lunar Pages. Reputation, reliability, and legendary 24-7 support makes Lunar Pages the host to cling on to. Did you say cling on? Aye, Captain. Sign up at LunarPages.com and get $700 off coffee cup software absolutely free. If you call, they will answer. Lunar Pages it is. Beam us aboard, Mr. For out-of-this-world web hosting, Lunar Rocks. Sign up for web hosting with LunarPages.com and use coupon code LUNATICS to get $28 off. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host... Hi, and welcome back. I'm starting to lose my voice to Strike Point. Um, we left the show with clickability, and we're going on now, unfortunately, to Webmaster Central and Google Toolbar, and I suppose Google SERPs as well, really. The fact that all three are realistically out of sync. Um, so where do we go from here? What's your, I mean, what's your spin on it first, Mikkel? <coughs> I would believe that the Webmaster Central is probably most accurate 
Um, and, 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 and actually uh, talked a little bit with Matt about it at, uh, where was it, New York or maybe it was Chicago, I forgot about that. Or maybe it was London. Get so much wrong, I forget. <laughs> anyway, um, that, that they're apparently putting uh, most of, of their focus into reporting these uh, uh, numbers into the Webmaster Central. That's where the, the development focus is. So my, my feeling is that, that, that they simply don't focus very much on the, the commands in search and the toolbar. And that kind of makes it stupid. I mean, first of all, it's stupid to have three different reporting facilities, especially when they don't show the same numbers, as we pointed out in the beginning of this uh, show. And, and, and it, it's just... You know, it, it makes it very difficult for us to, to or, or clients in general, to, to, to understand which one to believe in. Um, but I would believe, uh, based on, on my talks, uh, um, on, on the Webmaster Central being accurate. I and don't I know. Okay. I don't know if I can. I really don't. Um, it's like, no, I look the, at my the problem is you can always find examples, like I think you pulled some examples in your blog. Uh, maybe you should post that uh, link to it, or you can just go to David Naylor. No, I'll, I'll, I'll just quit. read it out. You know what I mean? It's the fact that Webmaster Central says that the page with the highest page rank, yeah, and is from April and March, yeah, has been the, the one that has put the things you don't want to see, um, which is a 2005 archive. Um, and... It did flick in February that they said that David Nell UK, the root of the directory, the root of the blog, was the uh, what page that had the biggest page rank. But before that, it was that archive one as well. And, you know, it's like you... I know where my in-links come from, yeah? Um, if I look at my links in Webmaster Central... Do-do-do, find a page... Do-do-do-do-do-do... I have got... I don't even bloody say which page it is. Uh, this is what's so cool about this. I've got, for, to my to my root domain, davidnell.co.uk, Webmaster Central is reporting 15,534 links, okay, to that one page. To my, where is it? But it's, you know, it, it, it's minuscule in compa- comparison to my room. So, how, you know, either they're holding back or misinterpreting what my homepage is. Yeah, so uh, let me find out the what not to say. I'm going to dig deeper for this one. So I want to be proven wrong. I really do. I want, I want Vanessa to come on and say, it's because of this. Um, find a page. Find a page. My page is things you don't want to see in the archives. And it has got, I didn't believe that for one second. They're all from, see, I get, I mean, the problem is, is search engine watch blog links to it. Yeah. So I get 6,000 links straight from that. I can't believe it. I just don't believe it. It's all search engine watch. I don't think anyone else actually ever linked to it. I'm spinning through. But actually, there's a button to take it past the. 100 items on a page. We do have broadband, you know. No, it is. It's all search engine watch stuff. Oh, I'll download the TSR on it. But I, ca- I can't see, yeah, why that internal page, yeah, because I've had homepage links from search engine watch, yeah. I think it, the problem that you, they've got is that they are collectively taking the site wide and then Webmaster Central... They're actually counting all those site-wide as a page rank score, yeah, which is wrong. Um, they shouldn't do that. And I think that the real page rank actually squashes down the site-wide, um, which it should do, in my opinion. Um, and I only get one score for it. And I don't get the... Basically, there's 6,099 links that page and one, two, three, four, five, six, six of them are from most probably scraper type sites and 6,093 are from blog.searchenginewatch.com. Now, 
I don't see how, yeah, one link from Search Engine Watch, which is blog, which is... Oh, let's have a look. What is the PR on those internal pages? Do, 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 do. Twos and threes, I think they are. Two. Yeah. I mean, I know that the root will have a... a seven, is it? Yeah, page rank seven. So even if I was the only outgoing link off there, I'd be lucky to get a good PR six off it. Yeah. Um... But my homepage is a six. Toolbar reports that my internal page is a four, which I which I expect. You know, what I mean, I'd expect to see from just one site-wide link. Yeah, that my in the page that it's linking to. Yeah, they would squash that down, take the highest page rank score. Yeah, unless they're not, unless all of a sudden site-wide are actually working again, but they're just not updating the toolbar. So, I don't know. What do you think, Mikkel, if you're still there, mate? Yeah, I'm still here. I was just looking at some links here, too. Um, yeah, well, the, the, the problem is that you can point out some uh, inconsistencies in, in, even in um, uh, even in Webmaster Central, which makes you believe that Webmaster Central may not be as accurate as I was hoping. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> You know, I still lean to the to the conclusion that it's still the most accurate we can get. I don't think it is. I think that... The, the what do you think is more accurate? I don't... It's do hard. You, it's, it's, it's a tough one. You know what I mean? I'm just having a look at some of the other site-wides that are linking out, and I've just gone to bruceclay.com forward slash blog, and that's a PR5 to the page the search engine watch is linking to, yeah? My homepage is a toolbar six, yeah? Why is Webmaster Central saying that my most important page is this internal page that is only a PR of four from the toolbar? If I, and if Webmaster Central, if, I mean, this is a trick now, isn't it? If that is the most important page rank page, yeah, it's buried, it's hidden, yeah? People don't even see it, yeah? that would be the page that you sell your text links out of, yeah? So what you do when you're buying your text links, the first thing you say is, uh, hey, have you got a Google Webmaster Central? Which page does Google, Google Webmaster Central say has got the highest page rank? Can I have a link on that one, please? Bruce Clay's blog's just broken my browser, by the way. Oh, um. But it is, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, one of them is totally, totally wrong, yeah? Um... And I know that they say that the toolbar is just a representation of your website. And maybe my website has got something quirky going on on it. Um, but it's, you know what I mean? If your Webmaster Central account is showing that there's an internal page that is higher than your root, yeah, check it out, yeah? And do a bit of digging like I did. I've got one site, yeah, well, okay, I've got a six sites, yeah, linking to that one page. Yeah, Webmaster Central thinks that's my most page rank centric page that I've got, um, and I don't think it's true. My whole computer's now crashed. Boo hiss! <laughs> <laughs> it has. It's totally and utterly just went. Ugh. That was Bruce Clay. He must know my IP address. Man, it's really bust. Sorry, chat room. Can't even interact with you guys anymore. Um, <laughs> anyway, Michael, tell me what you. Anyway, what I think we're getting close to um, a break because um, we're talking so much today, and uh, we want to cover a few more things in the last part of the show. So um, let's roll some uh, commercials, and then we'll be back in a few minutes. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Attention, WebmasterRadio.fm loyal listeners and our premium podcasters. 
If you are experiencing trouble listening or downloading from webmasterradio.fm, you can help us help you. Help you. Email us at support at webmasterradio.fm. That's support at webmasterradio.fm. Our staff will go into action to fix broken links, podcasts, and streaming issues. Webmasterradio.fm is dedicated to providing the most optimized listening experience anywhere. Webmasterradio.fm is proud to stream our first-class programming by providing multiple Listen Live links on our homepage via our new content delivery network, Akamai. Help us to keep everyone in the B2B business world connected to webmasterradio.fm. Know how to get the best return on your advertising dollar? Clicksore.com. Yeah, ever since we began marketing with more precise content, target technology from Clicksore.com, we've seen a huge jump in visitors converting to buyers for just over one-third of a cent per view. To get over 300 categories, unlimited keywords and ad placement on over 100,000 sites, click on Clicksore.com today. That's Clicksore.com. Your bottom line will thank you. Clicksore.com. Delivers where it matters for you. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to Strike Point and the final part of the show. we got about 15 minutes left. Um, so, what are we going to talk about? Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about... Um, my post about Microsoft.net, um, David's just rebooting his computer. It crashed during the last part of the of the show just before the break. So I'm going to talk just a little bit about um, this posting. I've been working, you know, I think, probably maybe half, maybe a little more than the clients uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm working on these days are on .NET. Uh, a lot of developers seems to love it. Um, I can see some great potential in it. Uh, we even developed some stuff internally for, 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 for in-house uh, management of stuff in .NET. I can definitely see some, some, some advantages, but uh, I made this post where I say very uh, strongly I hate Microsoft.NET, and the, the thing is that I've just been, you know, for every single project that I worked on with uh, on .NET, there's a few things that kind of box me. First of all, it box me that there seems to be so many of the, 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 the building controls and, 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 and tools that most .NET developers use um, when they roll out a website on, 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 on this platform that gives me, you know, headaches uh, with SEO. And I also see that most of the projects that I worked on in .NET has just not been completed within the time frame set, not even close, usually like twice the time of what was initially said. And then when I look at the final result, it has been very expensive. And I look at, you know, like we, we I work with some, some shops that have been developed on .NET and on, on Microsoft's commercial server, and I look at the final result and I'm like, well, I don't really see anything that couldn't have been done equally good or at least very close to equally good with a good open source uh, um, shopping system um, and a good uh, PHP Linux uh, guy is setting it up. And, and then I look at the cost. <laughs> and that's where the whole thing really, really uh, turned over for me because it's like the, the difference in setting up a large shop on, or just any shop on, on a Microsoft commerce server, including the license fees for the commerce server and the IIS and, and MySQL, um, compared to what you can get in the open source world. I'm not saying that open source and, 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 and can be used for anything or, or all it works for everybody, but there's some pretty heavy um, open source uh, platforms, uh, development platforms and, 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 and commerce side systems and CMS systems, and uh, I just don't think that it, 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 it really adds up in the end. And um, then you come down to all the the, the uh, then I came down to all the some of the specific issues like you know I don't understand why you know when I take all the .NET sites that I work with or that I looked at uh, and I analyzed and I look at things like the code to text ratio I mean most of those .NET sites sites 
hardly ever reach anything above 5 or 10% code-to-text ratio. And when I look at all the other sites that I'm working on, okay, sure, you can find PHP sites that, that have a code-to-text ratio that is just as bad as that. But in general, I find that most of those other websites, not on a commercial server or on the net, have a much better code-to-text ratio or text-to-code ratio, actually. Um, and, and that's just, a, of course, just one tiny little issue among tons of issues um, doing SEO, but it is one issue, and I just don't understand why do Microsoft need to push out so much code to produce a page? <laughs> you know, I just don't I, really <laughs> get that I idea. I think what it is, yeah, with this, I don't think it's... .NET in itself, yeah, I think that most of the developers with .NET, yeah, use the the platform that is shipped with it to do all their programming, and they just use the click add calendar function, bloop, there's a, a whole world of code, and Microsoft are notoriously bad for giving you everything. I mean, remember front page, what that used to be like. Yep. Um, yep. And I think that if you use something like Dreamweaver for PHP, you get a lot of the same bloated code, yeah? Um, where the difference is, certainly... Dreamweaver is, is, Dreamweaver is actually not the worst one. That's, that's p- producing kind of decent HTML. It's not perfect the way I would make it by hand, but it's definitely not as bad as front page used to be. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like, I mean, if you take um, most, like, LAMP programmers, they tend to work in something like Vim um, or Notepad if you're, if you're a Microsoft geeky type person. I mean, they, they, it's just a text editor and they write the code because they know what the functions are that they need to call. Where a lot of the, um, let's say, I don't want to like knock the .netters really because it's like there's a load of them out there, but they do tend to use, they, they come from a VB-style background that uses the, the VB software that you use to build web app, um, desktop applications, and .NET realistically is a desktop application ported over to a server-side application to run on the net, which is not always the best thing to have in this world. Um, and like I say, no. we've, we've, we've got .NET programmers, you know what I mean? But they don't use things like Visual Studio and stuff like this. Um, it, you know what I mean? They use Notepad because they know what they're writing. Um, and I think it, that's, that's the main issue. Um, but .NET, is, it's like if you use it in its like the way that it's supposed to be used, the way that Microsoft would want you to use it, it becomes so co-bloated that to print off, I don't know, I, I often do when I get a new client, I don't know if you do the same thing, I say to them, print off your, your source code, yeah? And then yeah, start yeah. flicking through <laughs> the pages till you get to where the content actually is, yeah? With .NET, it's that. usually around about page 14 or 15, which obviously, you know yourself, you're going to end up with duplicate content issues and stuff like that. Um so it's I, I remember uh, um, doing that with one client, and um, the code started out with 30,000 or 28,000 something, 900 characters of use state code. And um, when you print that out, it's about 25, 27 full pages of constant text. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, it's no, you know, everybody that have just remote knowledge about search knows that that's not good. I'm, I'm, I'm totally sure that, that Microsoft knows it too. But apparently, and, and of course, if, 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 if you know how to, to, to handle your .NET, you can limit um, the length of those view states and you can remove your view states from, from, from areas where you don't need it and all that stuff. But as a default setting up a lot of sites and a lot of functions and, and, and using different controls, you do end up with these awful long view states. Maybe not always 30,000 characters, but I've often seen 10 and 15,000 character long view states. Um, yeah. and it's just one, 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 one area where, you know, they, they should be able to do better. A lot of, a lot of people in, in, the, in the prize, uh, in, in, in the blog post that I did at my blog, um, pointed out that, well, there's nothing wrong with .NET. It's not the technology, but it's the developers. 
Um, and I'm kind of like saying, well, yeah, you know, let, let's play around with the theory of the developers not being good. Um, I worked with a lot of different sites and a lot of different web agencies that were building this stuff, uh, these uh, things on, on, on .NET. Most of them very prominent web agencies, very good and respected uh, developers and programmers and project managers that are considered to be among the best, uh, Danish ones and, and ones abroad. But in every single case, we have ended up with the same kind of issues, too heavy code, um, binary-looking IDs and URLs, um, view stage we have to fight, uh, all these kind of, of, of things that, that are just so common with, with, with .NET Platform, plus the fact that it's always getting delayed more than most other projects do. I mean, does that mean that all the .NET developers out in the world are pure crap? And the guys programming a Linux on, 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 on any uh, Nix uh, uh, platform is all the good guys? Does that, is that really the conclusion that I should draw from, from the comments I get here? I, I don't really get, I don't eat that. I don't, I, don't, I don't accept that. I don't think all the guys that I met that have been developing on .NET is really that bad. I, I don't honestly think they are. I uh, don't think about programmers. I just think that they are set within a a framework system that they feel comfortable using. And, I mean, I know .NET programmers that program using Notepad, okay? And their code is just the same as my PHP programmer's code. In fact, I would have to say now that none of my PHP programmers are starting to play with things like Ajax and Smarty Templates and all the other JavaScript plugins that... That's becoming to be a, a, a bit of a code bloat scenario as well. Um, <laughs> but again, that's, that's, that's because they're using it for usability and not for search engines, which is fine. Depend obviously if you're running with the systems. You know, what I mean that this is for users, and the search engines will never touch it. And for search engines, I'll push something flat file on the other side. But what happens is that they don't do the flat filing in the large corporations, um, and they stick within the framework that they feel most comfortable with. And unfortunately, but then you, you know you come back to the, the 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 problem. Also, is I think part of this problem is the way that Microsoft is promoting uh, .NET. Uh, I remember when .NET came out. And I was programming in ASP. I'm not a very good programmer or anything, but I do pretty okay with ASP. And when .NET came out, they promoted it as like a natural extension of ASP, and it was so easy to transfer into and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, I realized very fast that's not the true at all. I mean, there's a big difference between a simple scripting language, as ASP is, and then a much more full programming language of C Sharp or whatever you use to use, uh, or you choose to use for, for, for your .NET application. That's totally different. It's a different programming level, and it's not my level. Um, so I never transferred into coding myself in, in, in .NET. But I think that they're pushing .NET so hard that a lot of developers are being forced to use it that, that maybe are not that qualified, that, that I may not, you know. Um, but that's, that comes back to, to, to Microsoft as a problem, as I see it, because if they push the envelope too hard and get too many development houses or, or web agencies to use .NET that don't really have the qualification it takes to build a good .NET application, um, then it's going to come back to them because I'm going to continue saying that .NET sucks, and other ASOs and other people, uh, usability people, are going to point out all the, 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 the bad things about it. Um, so I hope that, 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 that at some point uh, Microsoft uh, will uh, consider uh, prioritizing this higher. And this is actually a funny thing that came out of this whole discussion on my, my, my blog. Um, as I mentioned, I never had this many... Uh, this many comments in my blog for any post I did before. And, and, and one of the posts that came up, funnily enough, uh, during that conversation was a post from Microsoft in Denmark that invited me out uh, for a meeting. So apparently they, they, they did want to learn a little, more about, <laughs> a little more about this, which is kind of funny. Uh, I, always, I always want to meet up with interesting people that want to talk. I don't have a problem with that, being Microsoft or being anybody else. Uh, um, if I find it an interesting chat, I have no problem with that. 
Um, but I, uh, on, on, on a more practical level, I find it kind of funny that they do invite me because I don't think Microsoft don't know about these issues. I'm pretty sure Microsoft do know that a 30,000 character view state code in the beginning of a page is not good. Um, I think they know that long and ugly URLs are not good. I think a whole lot of this, uh, these issues related to SEO they know about. It's not a question of having the knowledge in, in the organizations about using it and being willing to use it. So, um, I mean, anyway, you, I, you, can, you don't have to do long URLs in .NET. What? Honestly, you don't. No, you don't have to. Of course not. Of course not. But, but, but like, so, so uh, that, that, that again is like when, when you use standard controls um, and post uh, forms, they, they, for instance, like like to pass off uh, all variables, even empty variables. So you end up with with URLs with like seven or eight or nine parameters where where six of them are empty. You yeah, know things like that. But we all know that's that's not good. And I'm oh, I sure agree totally with well. you. Um, but it's again that is down to the developer and not the 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 program that the software that they're using. No, you're right and you're wrong. You're right in the sense that, yes, the developer can change this. They can make it better. But you're wrong in the sense that Microsoft is pushing the whole package with the visual development oh, yeah, tools I, and everything. I agree totally, the developers. Yeah. But I think you can, also, you can just use that and then it makes it perfect. Yeah, it does I make think it that, perfect. that's more on the lines of what they're trying to do is trying to convert over, or they're looking at what their biggest market share is. And they've got a lot of VB programmers out there that are trying to break into the, the net side of it. And with .NET and a VB programmer, you've got a good way of building a desktop application that will interface straight into the web. So you've got, like, perfect for e-commerce. You've got a beautiful little back end that downloads all the orders, prints off the invoices, does all your stock management, yeah, and keeps your website up to date at exactly the same time. Um, and I think that was the marketplace that they were aiming for. You look at, like, the .NET starter kits that are out there, and most of them are realistically e-commerce-type things. Um you know what I mean? It's like most of the things that they show is like Media Library Starter Kit, Time Tracker Starter Kit, um, Classified Website Starter Kit, uh, Job Website Starter Kit, uh, .NET New Portal Starter Kit, PayPal E-Commerce Starter Kit. You know what I mean? These are the things that they push. You know what I mean? And most of them have got a client-side front-end, yeah, so that you can build something and go to the client. You, you, you open this program on your desktop and you put in all the information and it magically appears on your website um, and I think that was the marketplace that they were targeting you take someone well, I like think that they, um, they, they, some of the problems that I see with the way that they promote uh, .NET um, is kind of the same problems that I saw back in the maybe it was early 90s yeah, I think it was uh, when Microsoft pushed um, the DTP application to simple ones like Publisher Remember when they pushed that in the early 90s? Oh. It was like, now you buy, you buy publisher, now you can fire your uh, advertising agency and your printing house and everything because your secretary can make all your brochures and they're going to look great. You don't need a printing house, you don't need an, any creatives or any more. And of course it was bullshit too, because you do need them. I mean, you do need good uh, uh, creative people to create a good brochure and you do need good programmers to build a good program. Even if you have tools like Visual Studio or whatever tools you use, you still need good programmers to make a good product. No, oh, I, I think that's, yeah, that's I'm one totally of the behind you 100% there. And I think that Publisher allowing you to create websites from Publisher was the biggest mistake that mm. they ever made. You remember it was like, oh, I'll have this little yellow box here and put all my text in there and then convert it to a bloody image. What was that about? Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's 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 even worse than trying to publish uh, uh, make a website in Word. <laughs> no, yes, it was. Publisher was definitely the top of my hate list when people used to come to me and say, "I've created this website. Can you put it on the internet for me?" I did it in Publisher, and it's like, no. No, I'm not. Sorry, but <laughs> no, I can't I'm, do that. I'm, 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 you're going to have to find someone else. 
<laughs> seriously, now you're going to have to find someone else. Um, but no, it is. It's it's a weird one. Um, but it's. I think you're right. It, you, you're right in what you're saying about the fact that a lot of them are pushing. Um, that you, Microsoft is pushing it down the path of being totally for. You know, I mean, what's the word I'm looking for? The VB guys. And not yeah. pushing it realistically on the the line of like, well, this you know what I mean if you do it this way, yeah, that that that's the way to do it. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I don't think that, like I say, we use .dot net, um, and but we yeah, program I mean, we it. Do, do, uh, we we use it for some internal stuff that are very. Um it's kind of like a framework for the way we handle uh, or manage uh, accounts and, and, and projects and stuff. And for that, uh, uh, .NET definitely have some advantages. But I must say, in, in, in terms of development time, I have experienced the same thing with my own developers as I have done with just about every project that a client has been doing on, on .NET, that it takes, you know, almost twice as much time as the developers thought it would be. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of a problem because I also see undercounting in, in, in estimated times on other platforms. Of course I do. I mean, programmers can't always be right about how long it takes to do something. But I don't see a double up on time on, 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 on people developing on Ruby on Rails or, or, or PHP and whatever other framework or platform they work on. I just don't see that as all. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Well, maybe, it shouldn't be that maybe, way. Maybe, 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 maybe they are crap programmers. Maybe we'll get better. <laughs> okay, mate. I think we've come to the end of the show, haven't we? I think I think we're running out of time, yeah. I think we're actually yeah. running over time, yeah. So um, I hope you had a good show, and I hope to see you all next week again. Yeah, so it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from him. Thanks, guys.